Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Ton. We are back here. It is championship Saturday. Mishawaka at Wawasee to wrap up the Northern Lakes Conference season. Starting lineups being introduced down on the floor. First four visiting Mishawaka. The cavemen tonight will be dressed in their travel maroon Under Armour uniforms. Maroon tops and, of course, tanks, shorts, and uh, the white and silver trim. They will go with their starting combo that has started in 18 of now 20 games. Jackson Snyder will start at the point guard. 5'10 junior averages 3.5 points, 3.5 rebounds, and 3 assists per game. Cooper Pritchett starts at forward. 6'3 senior averaging 9.9 points per contest. Senior Rasan Johnson will start at guard. Rasan is a 6'3 12th grader who averages 10.5 points, 3 rebounds per contest. Brady Fisher, the K-man leading scorer, 13 points per contest. He had 22 in the Tuesday win at Adams. Fisher, 6'4". He also averages seven and a half rebounds a game. Anthony Nelson will round out the starting combination, the fourth senior in the five-man starting combo. Nelson DeWares, the number 24, averages three points per contest. Against Snyder, Pritchett, Johnson, Fisher, and Nelson, the starters for Mishawaka. Starting combination for Wawasee. A little shakeup on their starting lineup as they will start. A little tribute to their four seniors. Weston DeLong, a 6'7 senior. Darius Lewis, a 5'10 senior. Mason Shoemaker, a 6'0 senior. And Colin Zebarth, their lead score at 16.5 per game. He had 40 in the February 6th game against Elkhart Christian. He will start. And rounding out the starting combination will be number 34, Maddox Everingham, 6'2 junior. With the face shield and all, he averages 15 points and 4.5 rebounds per game. Warriors from Wallace on the home floor. They are dressed in their home whites with the old gold and the uh, forest green look. Ryan Watson, your thoughts as we get ready for tip-off here. I'm excited. The only disappointment I've had tonight was that we didn't get a piece of the culinary arts VIP club that they were serving at dinner here during the JV game. I, I knew you were going to hold me accountable for yeah, that. Yeah, I but thought you the, were the mayor of Syracuse. Well, not quite. Not. As we get a opening tip controlled by Wabasee and Darius Lewis after a quick outlet pass to Maddox Everingham who gets it back and Lewis who cuts right to the basket has reached in and foul defensively by caveman defender Rasan Johnson so just underway and our vantage point here is literally in the end zone we are probably about 15 16 feet up in the air and if Ryan Watson got on my shoulders and we bent over very carefully. We might be able to touch the backboard. We're that close. But we're in the end zone seats, and right now we're almost looking into the eyes of senior Darius Lewis, who missed the first free throw. He'll fire the second one, and this one will rattle in and out no good. And a rebounding foul as Brady Fisher has Weston DeLong climb over his back for a foul. And we will give possession to Mishawaka. Scoreless, and we're just underway. Yeah, I'm going to really have to focus here on my shot charts. I'm used to having a left and right, not a top and bottom here from this vantage Well, I guess point. from the bench side, Mishawaka is going from left to right. From our vantage point, they're going from the near side. Now they're shooting at the far side. I'm not sure what direction we're in, but let's just say on the far side, Mishawaka basketball. Bounce pass Pritchett inside out, back to Cooper on the wing right side. Wawasi opens up in a zone-type defense. 
Johnson, hash mark right side, dribbles to the top. Jump pass to the corner. A little ball fake there by Nelson. Center floor back to Johnson. And they'll reset it with Jackson. In the paint, gives to Coop. Baseline fake, takes it to the lane, running right-handed layup is good. Cooper Pritchett gives Mishawaka a 2-0 lead. Yeah, good patience. Soft spot in the, against the zones, always in the middle. They found Cooper. Nice head and shoulder fake. Jump stop layup. Colin Zebarth is playing the point. Again, the lead score for the Warriors of Wawasee, who have lost 10 of their last 11, trying to shake off the bugaboos here in this second half of the season. Long-range missile missed by Everingham from three. Rebound, Rasan takes it to the hold. Little bump, little shot fake and foul, and a pushing sh- foul and a shooting foul, actually, against Wawasee. We'll give Mishawaka's Rasan Johnson a chance to get on the scoreboard and extend this Mishawaka 2-0 early lead. Yeah, Coach Bender really mentioned that uh, getting off to a hot start, both offensively and defensively, is a key for them. And it looks like right now Mishawaka's had two really good offensive possessions, and uh, the last one was a very good defensive possession. Rasan with a nice soft touch, puts the free throw up and in. 3 nothing Cavemen. And Wawasee substitution, you will see Miles Abraham, a 6'2 junior, sub in for Weston DeLong, the 6'7 senior. One of four seniors, and Coach Luke Lefebvre giving all four of those seniors a start here on senior night, similar to what Bodie Bender and the Cavemen did last night at home versus South Bend Career Academy. Rasan misses the second free throw. Rebound, Miles Everham. Center floor, they'll swing it left, down to the right side, now back to the left wing. Zebar goes top side, hands it away, dribble drive by Everham, who just jumped into the lineup. His runner, right wing, no. Rebound, Jackson Snyder right in front of him. Jackson takes to the far side. Baseline bounce pass under to Brady. Bobbled it, picks it up, lays it up and in. Good post feed in by Jackson, or rather, yes, by Jackson Snyder. Although bobbled, Brady Fisher finishes, and it's 5-0, Mishawaka. Maddox Everingham, deep right wing, picked up there on the double-team switch. Back to the left point now to Zebarth. Zebarth in the wing. Aliyuk jump pass to the paint, deflected from Shoemaker. Stolen by Mishawaka. Jackson Snyder on the steal, races across the timeline, now slows it up, sets it up for the half-court offense. Left side, Fisher swings on the wing left to Rasan. Rasan between the legs with the dribble. Dribbles to the paint, draws a double team. Outside to Jackson, way outside the arc. Now top of the circle to Rasan. 5.38 first quarter, Mishawaka 5-2-0, looking for win number 16 on the season. And to finish the NLC campaign as sole champions. Dribble drive, right side, Rasan has the ball stripped away. Now outside to Nelson. Three ball, just off the mark, no. Rebounded by Maddox Everingham, and here come the Warriors. Everingham, right side, gives to Shoemaker, fakes the pull-up jumper from 10. Picked up nicely on the defense by Cooper Pritchett. Spins the bounce pass back out center floor to Maddox Everingham. And now Miles, they are twins, and very, very difficult to tell apart other and right now, Maddox has the face mask on. There you go. That'll help us out all night. That will help us a little bit. Five minutes to go here in the first quarter. Five zip. Came in every hand with a turn. Spin. Jump shot up. Remy, no. Rebounded by Brady Fisher on the bounce. Fish runs up the floor. Puts on the brakes right side. Gives to Cooper. He'll dribble. Step around a defender. Great Euro step. And easy dribble drive by Cooper. Pritchett took right by not one, but two defenders. Yeah, Wallace, he went back man once they made their subs in here. And uh, it looked like maybe a few of them were still sitting in the zone and somewhere in man, the last possession. Pretty easy drive there by Cooper. And Luke Lefebvre has decided to call a Wawa C timeout. Meanwhile, wholesale substitution for Bodie Bender and the K-Men. 4.35 to play first quarter. K-Men up by touchdown, 7-0. Back after this, 96-1 the ton. 
Chihuahua. Trey Thomas last night with a career high 22. On senior night, he checks in with Jack Troyer, who had a season high nine points, and also subbing in sophomore Landon Johns. K-Men will add to that mix with Fisher and Jackson Snyder. Outside right wing, three ball, put up. Missed by Zebar, rebound Caveman. Up the floor, Jackson Snyder. Top of the circle. Looks to the inside for a post up. Not able to get the ball to Brady. Then back out right side to Trey. Thomas on the wing. Back behind him in front of the wall. We'll see bench to Snyder. Top side to Jack Troyer. Troyer, left side to Johns. Post feed into Trey Thomas. A bit over lead. Ball deflected and stolen by Holtzwart. Holtzwart up the floor. He'll shovel pass it off center floor. Miles Everingham jump pass to the corner. Everingham to Everingham. Miles with it. Top side down. Holtzwart with it. Fakes right. Goes left and traveled with it. Turnover. Wawa C. Hey, a couple of updates for you on the U.S. Soundcraft and the school board. One boys high school final this afternoon to report. Warsaw on the road defeated Hammond Morton 63-59. In girls semi-state championship play in class 3A, a dandy saw Bremen surprise Northwood 45-43. The Lions will advance to tonight's semi-state championship. Meanwhile, Bo Brownbender finished fifth at the state individual wrestling tournament today down in Evansville. Czar Walker will wrestle for a state championship crown tonight. And Mishawaka takes the ball on their offensive step down the middle of the lane. And they, with a traveling violation, give it back to the Warriors. Still leading them a 7-zip at 3:36 first quarter. Yeah, that time Wallace, he jumped into a 1-3-1 half court. Not really trapping soft zone, but a uh, little, little too many steps by Brady. Miles Everingham will dribble across the timeline. Not quite like Caitlin Clark, but... He will throw up the long-range three and nail it, and Wallace is on the board at 3.20 to go here in the first quarter. It's 7-3 Mishawaka. Deep right corner, Jack Troyer swings it to Fish. Now left point, it goes Jackson to the corner to Landon Johns. Post lob into Troyer, kicks it back out to Brady. Baseline dribble drive, and there's the offensive charging foul. I'm not sure I saw that because there was a lot of movement from the defender, but... Maddox Everham able to pick up the player control foul on Mishawaka's Brady Fisher. Yeah, I like the aggressive drive. I'm, I, I would probably question as well. I certainly don't think he was there in position or set, but sometimes on the home court you get that call. And Bodie Bender's reminding that to the official over on the uh, near side. Now a step back three ball launch way outside left corner. Miles Everham misses. Rebound Jack Troyer, and he is tied up by Nolan Holtzwart. Six-foot sophomore for Michigan, or rather for Wallace C. And the alternate possession arrow gives it to the caveman. They will inbound it right underneath it here in the end zone. And from far side, or near side to far side, rather, they'll dribble it. Now Jackson Snyder in the forecourt dribbled it off his leg. Almost lost it, but chased it down and resets the offense. Fisher right point to Jack Troyer. Right corner, Trey Thomas. Double team. Feeds into Fisher. Outside Thomas. Trey from three. Got it! Trey Thomas, who had a career high 22 last night in the win against South Bend Career Academy. Thomas starts off the night with a three, and there's $10 to the Boys and Girls Club of St. Joseph County. Thank you, too, Centier Bank. Deep left side, Maddox Everingham for Wabasi with Mishawaka leading 10 to 3 at the 215 mark here in the first quarter. Left side, Miles Everingham, top side, Ho- or Zebarth, rather, dribble drive, a little pull-up, 10-footer's good. He's got a nice shot. Oh, beautiful pull-up. Between him and both Everinghams, when you just look at them and warm up their form, everything comes off their hands beautiful, their, their footwork's good, so you can see why they're good shooters. Deep right point now, Brady Fisher dribbles inside, the arc flips behind him, Jack Troyer will try a three, a little too strong, rebound high in the air, Weston DeLong controls it for the Warriors, quickly up the floor, Miles Everton dribbles right to the lane, double team, back out of the wing right saying Holtzwart, and now he'll dribble it and reset the offense. 
Holtzwart shakes, bakes, dribbles, drives, takes it in on Jackson Snyder. Can't get it to fall, and a foul defensively on the caveman. Yeah, good spacing again there by Wawasee. You can see what they're trying to do here is, is break down one-on-one the Mishawaka defenders with their, uh, you know, their aggressive ball handlers and also their shooters. So a couple of free throws upcoming here for Wawasee as a team. This is impressive. They hit 79% from the charity stripe. Yes, 79% and 88% as a team during what has now been seven games, or rather six games now into game seven in Northern Lakes Conference play. That is outstanding. Yeah, that's pretty incredible for all the way from the pros on down, but for high school kids, and you know, Everingham I saw is, is I think, 47 out of 49 on the season. You are correct. That, that is, is pretty darn impressive. 96%. Dribble drive inside the arc. Pull-up jumper. Jack Troyer looks confident, and he nails home. His 17th point of the week. He had nine last night. He had six Tuesday at Adams. And as his first two here this evening, 12-7. Caveman with a minute 10. First quarter of play. Dribble drive. Left side. Pull-up jumper. Seabarth. Air balls. Misses. Rebound. Warriors. Outlet DeLong. Jump shot up and good. Weston DeLong was able to get the rebound thanks to Holtzwarp. Kicked it to him from the baseline. And that was an easy little 10-footer. 12-9, Caveman lead cut to three with 50 seconds to go first quarter. Landon Johns, long, arcing three. He would have brought rain if there were clouds in here. Landon Johns. Yeah, I think that one had snow coming down. It was magnificent. Landon Johns, who averages over three, has three. Caveman lead back up to nine with 33 seconds here first quarter. Deep right side down in front of us. Maddox Everham picked up by Jackson Snyder. Everham delivers it to the left side. Holtzwart on the wing. Miles Everham from three. Got it. Miles Everham with his second triple. 12 to 15. 15 12. Came in by three. 15 seconds in the first period. Yeah, Brady a little bit too far away from those shooters on certainly that possession. Fisher bounce pass down in the cutting lane area off the shin of Trey Thomas. Rebound while we'll see the race up the floor, and it will be Zebar firing up a running air ball. No good. Misses for three, and we go to the quarter break. Mishawaka looking for a Northern Lakes Conference Championship outright, their first league title outright since 1940. The Wawasee has come to maybe spoil the party after one. Mishawaka 15, Wawasee 12. You're in two with K-Ban Basketball, 96-1 the ton. To quarter number two, along with Mishawaka K-Ban Hall of Famer Ryan Watson, I'm Brian Miller after one. Wawasee with the basketball trailing 15-12. to Caveman with a good start in this first quarter, but Wallace is really, really with some outside shooting. A couple of big threes included. They have uh, made this a three-point and now a one-point game. As Colin Zebarth, a little pull-up jumper in the lane, has found the range for his fourth point. Yeah, really entertaining first quarter. I mean, a, a pretty uh, good shooting actually by both teams. Outside right wing jumper missed by Jackson Snyder, tapped up by Cooper Pritchett. No. Rebound, Trey Thomas takes it to the hole, runs up, throws up a line drive jumper off the side of the rim. No, rebound, Zebar quickly up the floor for Wallace. Puts on the brakes in the center circle. Backs it up, down center court, and Holtz Ward will reset. 15-14, Mishawaka. They lead it with 7-08 to play before halftime. Bounce pass, free throw circle, Miles Debrahim under to DeLong. Good post speed, Weston DeLong with a turnaround jumper, and Wawasee with their first lead at 16-15. Yeah, very nice high-low play there, good timing on that seal as well. 1-3-1 zone is giving just a little bit of 
trouble for Mishawaka. They're settling a little bit too much from three instead of taking the ball back inside. Jackson Snyder, post, bounce pass into Trey Thomas, has the ball ripped away by Colin Zebarth. Zebarth up the floor, gives it to Everingham. Now Zebarth back center court. In the free throw circle, dishes it back out center court to Maddox Everingham. Defended there by Trey Thomas. 16-15, Wawasee. Jump, step, back, and fire, and bingo! Maddox Everingham with a tray. Third three for Wawasee. That was deep. And that's NBA range. It's a four-point Warrior lead. 19-15. Jackson Snyder goes to the corner right side. Now Cooper on the wing. Double team. Outside deflection. Trey Thomas right to Jackson Snyder. In the paint. Trey Thomas pulled up jumper. No, and a foul. And getting the ball to that soft spot there. A nice little 10-footer. He's going to get some free throws out of it. But the I've always found the 1-3-1 zone just awkward to play against. It's just not something that's normal. You don't play against it growing up very often. It's weird having one guy kind of out top and still somebody right in the middle that's up so high. Well, your old buddy Rob Berger's made a pretty good career off of 1-3-1 defense. Yeah, 1-3-1 and 2-3 zone. Old John Beeline had quite the uh, run there at West Virginia and Michigan running this extended 1-3-1 as well. So it's just hard. to. There's only so many things you can do with it. And I don't know if many people realize this. Maybe you didn't either, Brian. Do you know that every zone, no matter what you're in, on the first pass to the wing, it becomes a 2-3 zone? Wow. Watch how the rotation is. After one pass, it becomes 2-3. I don't know that's trivia or just uh, what <laughs> you need to know, I guess. Yeah, right? that's another one of my useless pieces of information, maybe. Dribble drive, left side, Everingham to Everingham. Now back outside the Z-Barth in the corner. Dribble drive, Everingham, pull-up jumper off the side of the glass. No, rebound Landon Johns. Johns with the push, two on two, takes it to the right side of the rim, put it up, no. Oh, and there's a collision just off the basket area. And they'll say Colin Zebarth was underneath the shooter, but not in a set position and called for the blocking foul. So a foul on Wabasee, their second of the period. And at 5.34 to go in this first half, here in period number two, Colin, or try again, Landon Johns rather, after the Colin Zebarth foul will go to the free throw line, and with a very soft touch, will nail the first free throw. Substitution came in. Brady Fisher will check back into the K-Bag combination. He'll sub in for Trey Thomas. Tell you, whenever Brady's in the basketball game, he was probably like this in football, too. It's harder to tell with a helmet on, but he brings a calming presence on the court for them. Second free throw, Landon Johns connects two for two, and it's a one-point game. Warriors by one, 19-18 at 5.30 before halftime. From the far side to near side, dribbling right at us is Colin Zebarth. Their point guard, the 6-1 senior, one of four seniors for this Wallace C club here on their senior night. Dribble drive, Zebarth will hand it left side, off to Everingham. Now Kane Dukes, who subbed in moments ago. Dukes, the junior, top side to Holtzwart. On the right side, looking for help, finds Micah Wilson, who subbed in to begin the quarter. Dribble drive, pull up jumper, Zebar shot, blocked by Brady, rebound Fisher, Fisher on the push, three on three, bounce pass right side, Jackson Snyder, double pump jumper, up and good, and he is fouled. Yeah, all started with great defensive play, you know, by Brady, it's hard shooting over. And actually, not Jackson Snyder, there was one, but there were two ones, how about, how about Jack Troyer? That's right. Great bounce pass, another good aggressive drive. I tell you, Jack Troyer's playing with a lot of confidence tonight thus far in the first quarter and a half. Skims the free throw off the iron, however, no good. Rebounded with Mishawaka leading by one. Up the floor, a little dribble drive and a pull-up jumper. Kissing it off the window with Zebarth. He's got six. He's got skills. Yeah, pretty. 
elevates really well on his jump shot and shoots it with confidence. 21-20, now right side. Into Landon Johns, rifles the three up, no rebound. Jack Troyer muscles it up and in. Troyer with six, and a timeout, or do we have a foul, or what type of stoppage you play? I think we have a delay of game warning. There you go. Against the cavemen, because after the Jack Troyer putback, somebody knocked the ball away from Wawasee looking inbound it. Either way, they stopped the clock at 4.33 before the half, allowing the substitution for Wawasee. Weston Hofert, 5'8 junior, will check into the lineup for Michael Wilson. Cavemen right now with Jack Troyer. Rasan Johnson, who subbed in just moments ago. Cooper Pritchett, Brady Fisher, and Landon Johns. 22-21, Mishawaka leading. Right side, Holtzwart. Defended by Jack Troyer. Ball fakes, goes top side now. Hofert in the corner, left side dribble drive. Shot put up by Zebarth. A collision under the basket. Part of that we were screened from here with our angle. By Brady, I tell you, he... His wingspan's got to be about six foot six because he doesn't jump extremely well, but he sure gets his hands on a lot of balls when he's defending it and uh, has two blocks already here in the second quarter. He knows how to play the angles. Two inbounds Warriors after that block and deflection by Brady Fisher. Holtzwart lobs up middle floor, tracked out right on the timeline, right at midcourt, almost it over and back as Darius Lewis chased it down. Now Wabasee sets their offense. We're nearing the halfway point here in our second quarter. Dribble drive. Baseline Maddox. Everingham with a very quick first step. And he's bumped and fouled by K-man defender Cooper Pritchett. Yeah, Wabasee does a very nice job uh, spacing the floor on offense. And they like to keep everybody high. It's in that baseline drive open. And uh, Maddox there, uh, Everingham was taking advantage of it. That's the wrong guy to foul. Yes, he's only a 96% free throw shooter. Yeah, his dad better ground him for missing those two. Maddox Everingham's dad, John Everingham, was the longtime head coach here at Wawasee. Stepped away from the coaching side to be just dad and also be a instructor here at Wawasee High. In fact, the culinary arts department, I think he's a part of that here at Wawasee that had this wonderful VIP thing that you were very jealous of right now. Also, he must be the jack of all trades because he's also over there doing the radio for Wawasee oh. as well. And now a dribble drive there by Jack Troyer. Right side of the lane has the ball knocked away. And Mitchell Walker will take possession. I must make one correction. Jack Troyer obviously was called for that last foul. I had Cooper Pritchett, but it was Troyer. And the inbounds by Troyer to land and John's deflected. Saved to Rasan Johnson. And a traveling violation called on Rasan Johnson. Ryan Watson, did you see that? I did. I saw a collision, uh, but then it just looked like a loose ball scramble to me. Uh, I guess at the end of the day, though, that is Mishawaka's sixth turnover of the basketball game. Right now, a lot of them have been dead ball turnovers. That hasn't, you know, uh, related to any transition buckets for Wawasee, but still they need to do a better job take care of the basketball. So the inbounds to Wawasee after the caveman turnover. Outside, Everingham from three, launches, misses. He is human. Rebounded by Nolan Holtzwart. Holtzwart, right corner. Zebarth from three, short. Rebound, Warriors back up and in. Great, great play by Maddox Everingham, who just went right around Landon Johns, who had the inside position. But Maddox Everingham seemed to want that rebound a bit more, and he nets his seventh point, gives Wawasee a lead of 325-22, and 332 to go before halftime. And Landon Johns will take a chair. 
Anthony Nelson, six-foot senior, will sub back into the Mishawaka combination. And a free throw upcoming here for Maddox Everingham, who, yes, is 96 and probably closer to 97% after going three for three here tonight on the season. Rasan Johnson and the K-Men down by four, their luggage deficit. Johnson, Pritchett, left side Troyer. Troyer, reverse hook pass underneath the basket to Nelson. Anthony had it, bobbled it, and then fell out of bounds trying to save the basketball. And with that, turns it over. Another K-Man turnover at 3.18 before halftime. Yeah, Wallace has come to play. You know, they're being senior night. You might get a little extra effort, but they also want to play the role of spoiler tonight. So this is going to have to be a, one of Mishawaka's best basketball games to come out here with the win and the conference title. Maddox Everham, the brother Miles, top side now. It will be Hofert. Hofert backs it up with the basketball, defended there by Jack Troyer. Three minutes to go before halftime. Right side, left side, Miles Everham as he goes in for the shot. And a double team, and Brady Fisher gets his hand in and strips him of the basketball. And if that is Brady's foul, that will be his second. That is Fisher's second. And that is the time, I think, for Coach Bender with three minutes to play here as he leave the senior in. Who's probably a pretty intelligent academic student as well. And the inbounds to the Warriors, and Maddox Everingham is bumped and fouled. No, actually, no, they'll say a player control foul on Mason Shoemaker, and that will be his second. Looks like Coach Bender's going to let him roll here with the final three minutes of the half with the two fouls. I'm sure Brady's been in this situation many times. Knows he has to play intelligent here, especially on defense. Braden Freitag is subbed in for Jack Troyer. Came in with Fisher working with two fouls. Out to Rasan. He'll try the three. Short. Rebound chased down by Cooper Pritchett. And then Pritchett is called for a reach-around foul. Good shot there by Rasan. Just left it a little bit short right now. The difference of the game is is really from the uh, three-point line. Wallace is draining them right now, and then they certainly are getting some buckets at the free-throw line for that four-point lead. 26-22, 2.41 to go here in this first half. With Ryan Watson, I'm Brian Miller. Cavemen are going to have their work cut out for them as a very inspired Wallace club looking for their seventh win of the season, trying to play the upset and or the uh, spoiler in the Northern Lakes Conference final race here for the 2023-24 season. This time they're running a continuity offense, but they're still really up high. Multiple cutters coming off that high screen at the elbow. And now Everingham will launch a three. Long rebound chased down by Hofert. Outside to Everingham in the corner. Hofert spots it up, throws up the three. Rebound, no. Good rebound. High in the air is Rasan Johnson. Outlets to Brady. Two minutes in the half. Fisher races to the forecourt. Puts on the brakes now. Gives to Rasan. Looks for the cutter inside. Nothing there. Back outside to Brady. Tries to isolate the defender. Ball tipped away. Saved by Brady. Out to Freitag. In the corner, Nelson. Nelson to Pritchett. Reverse jump pass out to Freitag. He'll throw up a three. Rimming, no. Rebounded by Nelson. Nelson to Brady. Brady eyes the glass, takes it to the hole, and runs into the defender. And, oh, they're going to call a blocking foul. And Ryan Watson, that's a huge, huge call oh, that it? went Mishawaka's way because that would have been Brady Fisher's third. I held my breath because that looked like probably about a 50-50 call there, Brian. But Coin fortunately flip. for Mishawaka, yeah. Fortunately, he came up heads. his feet a little bit. Now he's just got to stick the free throws here. So the free throws upcoming is Maddox Everham called for the defensive foul. His first. And Brady Fisher, who has... A field goal in the second quarter, who averages 13 per game. 
Hits the first of a pair of free throws here in a minute 38 to play in our first half here from Wallace High School, the Hardwood TP. Second, Brady Fisher free throw is good. He's two for two. Substitution, Wawasee. Weston Hofert will take a chair, and leading scorer, Colin Zebarth, will check back in. 26-24, Wawasee by two with the basketball. From far to near side with it is Miles Everham. Goes right wing to his brother, Maddox. Maddox top of the circle. Back to Holswart. Right side, dribble drive. Everham puts on the brakes, cut off there by Mishawaka and Nelson defensively. A minute 20, jump pass under the basket. Ball up, Lewis scores it, and a foul. Mishawaka tried to double down with Braden Freitag and Rasan Johnson, but Freitag got there just a hand or maybe an eyelash too late and got the hand on the wrist and will be called for his first foul, fifth on the team. And Darius Lewis, who missed two free throws to open this game, will go back to the stripe looking for his first points for Wawasee. First Lewis free throw is good, and actually the basket counted. So the free throw makes it an old-fashioned three-point play, and Wallacey back up now 29-24. Deep right point, Rasan at a minute seven to play in the quarter. Dribble drive in the paint, double team, Rasan bubbles, out to Freitag. Thought about a three, good recovery defensively by Wallacey. Center floor, Pritchett, Johnson, left side to Freitag. Post feed into Brady. Double team. Out to Freitag. He'll throw up the three. Off the side of the rim. No. Rebound squirts way out. Holtzwart in transition. Dishes right side. Lewis takes it strong to the glass. Can't get it to fall. Rebound. Zebarth up and in. 31-24 Wawasee. Rasad center floor now. Right there. They did a poor job in defensive transition. But the bigger problem right now is this 1-3-1 zone. Mishawaka is just simply settling for the three-point shot instead of getting the ball inside at that high post looking high-low like they were earlier in the game. Right corner, Nelson under the basket. Pritchett back out, Freitag. Reverse jump pass out to Rasan. Thought about a three. Now he'll step back and throw up one and core. Oh, boy. Rasan Johnson with a big three. 31-27, five seconds. Just across the timeline, Miles Everham, long range three, rebound Rasan. He'll try an 80-footer wide right, and we go to halftime. What a big bucket by Rasan Johnson just before the break. And a, I guess a facial expression right now that uh, shows disappointment and frustration for the Cavemen as they head to the locker room. Is on the faces of the Mishawaka players as they go to the break, trailing by four. At the break, Wawasee 31, Mishawaka 27. Stay tuned. Our halftime report is just around the corner. We'll check scoring and statistics. We'll get thoughts from Ryan Watson. And certainly Matt Embry standing by with an update on the U.S. Sidecrafter scoreboard. All that and more just around the corner as you're into with Mishawaka K-Man Boys Basketball. Looking for a Northern Lakes Conference Championship here tonight. Their, their first outright NLC championship in their school's history and their first outright conference title of any type in 84 years since 1940. But at the break, they've got some work to do. Mishawaka trailing by four, 31-27 to host Wawasee. Halftime reports next. Stay tuned. You're two with K-Man Basketball. 96 won the ton. Syracuse along with Ryan Watson. I'm Brian Miller. Halftime, Wawasee surprising the Mishawaka came in just a bit. Not because of a uh, 
not believing that uh, they could get beat here on the road, but I think just being outplayed, out-hustled, and out-executed. And a 1-3-1 zone defense that's causing Mishawakas to fits defensively, or offensively, rather, by the Wawasee defense. And right now here at the half, Ryan Watson, Wawasee up by four, 31-27. Your thoughts on this first two quarters of basketball? Yeah, I think, you know what, there's probably a couple of stats that uh, Coach Bender reminded his team of. You mentioned maybe a few times being out-hustled. Mishawaga's given up seven offensive rebounds. Uh, there's not a whole lot of skill with offensive rebounding. Majority of that is just hustle and being in the right spot. Right now, Wawasee is making Mishawaka pay with that. Mishawaka also has seven turnovers. That's really the only two stats that I have seen that really have a distinctive difference between the two. Both teams cooled off in the second half. I think Coach Bender probably is making a point of attacking the zone inside out instead of settling uh, you know, for some of those deep threes. Um, right now, Wallace, he's doing a nice job. They only have three turnovers. They're doing what they do, hitting the free throws. When they have the opportunity, they're not exactly lighting it up from the three-point line. They're only shooting 23%. You know, right now, so that that's got to be kind of a, a danger spot for Mishawaka if they get hot. Halftime, Wawasee 31, Mishawaka 27. Individual scoring first for the Warriors, two points for Nolan Holtzworth, three for Darius Lewis, four for Weston DeLong, six points on two threes for Junior Miles Everingham, and eight points apiece for Maddox Everingham and Colin Zebar, the two leading Wawasee scorers. Everett Hammer averages nearly 15 a game, has one three, one two-point field goal, and three for three at the free throw line. Zebarth has four field goals from two-point land for his eight. He averages 16. Elsewhere, Mishawaka, they're scoring one point for Trey Thomas, four for Brady Fisher, four for Rasan Johnson, four for Cooper Pritchett, five off the bench for Landon Johns, six for Jack Troyer. He's leading the caveman in scoring thanks to three baskets in the first half. 27 for the Cavemen, 31 for the Warriors, and we turn the page to quarter number three. That first half, as Mishawaka has the basketball, that first half saw one tie, five lead changes, and after Mishawaka had a 7-0 lead in this ballgame, Wawasee outscored the Cavemen 31-20. Jump pass, deep left point. Brady finds Jackson Snyder to Cooper, slices the defense. That 1-3-1 continues. Back out Snyder in the paint. Pritchett, Johnson, right side to Brady. Double team, reverse skip pass to Jackson. In the corner, Nelson from three, got it! What a big three there for Anthony Nelson. Again, right there what I had just mentioned. Really good patience by Mishwag. It took about 40 seconds off there, but the ball went inside, then kicked out where his feet are set. Good pass right into that shooting pocket. He stuck it. 31-30, caveman cut the lead down to one. Now a winger, left side, connected. By Weston DeLong. Yeah, you don't expect sure you don't expect that, do you? Out. And now DeLong reaches in and around Cooper Pritchett as the K-Man worked the ball down to the paint area, and Pritchett got his noggin. I'm looking at the pretty good. stats. Brian, he was shooting perfect on the year from three. The problem is he was zero for zero. So well, he is now shooting one for one. Guess what? Welcome to senior night. Tough to scout that one when he's zero for zero on the year. Inbounds after the common foul on Weston DeLong. That is his third. That could loom large here because he's one of their lone players that has pretty good size on the inside. Top side, Brady looks at a little double-team traffic now. Brady looks for the backdoor cutter. Nothing there to Rasan. Back outside to Rasan, left point. K 
came in as we described the action, shooting at the basket right in front of us in this end zone position. Fisher posted up, bobbles, the ball falls down and called for a travel as Wawasi doubled down on Brady Fisher and forced the turnover. They jarred the ball away just enough that forced Fisher to kind of stop his back penetration. I, I don't think I ever questioned a call when I was coaching ever, but that one sure looked like a reach. <laughs> Darius Lewis. I'm not sure I believe that, but uh, we'll, we'll let you stick to that. Holt's worth. Top side, Miles Everingham. Baseline dribble drive. The brother of the Everinghams puts it up. No. Rebounded to Jackson Snyder. He'll push it up the floor. Goes right wing. It is a three ball launch. Anthony Nelson just off the mark. Kind of thought about it for half a second. On the miss, the rebound, Maddox Everingham and the Warriors. I like the push there by Mishawaka, though, not letting that zone defense get set. Everingham, right side, looks into the corner, right wing, Miles Everingham at six minutes to play third quarter. Wawasee by four, which they led by halftime with. And now a little shovel pass out right side. Goes to Maddox Everingham, works around the defender, Holtzworth with it now, hands it behind him now to Zebarth, takes behind the back, goes into the paint with the dribble, double team back outside of Maddox Everingham, launches three, and a whistle and a foul on the play underneath and I think against Mishawaka. Ryan Watson, one of the big, big concerns when you're a favored team going on the road and life on the road in the Northern Lakes Conference is never, ever, ever easy. That was a Mishawaka foul on Anthony Nelson. But the longer you let Wallace play in this game, even though they've got the six wins, the more they believe and the inbounds right under the basket to Darius Lewis. His first shot is off, but he gets his own rebound. Another offensive board. And Wallace with a lead of six, their biggest, 36-30. Deep left side against that 1-3-1 one, one zone. Jackson Snyder, top side to Brady. Brady looks inside, posts it up to Cooper. Double team, tries to slice through the defense. Takes it inside, feeds to a cutting Jackson Snyder. Lay up and in. Really good ball movement. I mean, actually, just the best job by Cooper. They're being strong with the basketball. Jackson heads up, cut right to the basket where that lane was wide open. 36-32. Cavemen who averaged 53 points a game offensively give up just 46 defensively. Have given up 36 already. Top side fade and fire. Missed by Zebarth. Long rebound. Saved by Wawasee. Everingham to Everingham in the corner. Maddox, center floor to Miles. And Miles resets the Wawasee offense. Yeah, I think Wawasee's just out hustling Mishwalker right now on the offensive glass. Really good hustle there by, by Everingham, jumping out of bounds and saving it to a teammate. Zebarth to Miles Everingham. Baseline left. Maddox gets the double team. He'll hook it outside. Intercepted. Picked up by Jackson Snyder. Jackson's going to take it to the rack, put it up. No, can't get it to fall. But a reach-in foul defensively on Wawasee and a couple of Jackson Snyder free throws to come. Oh, no, they're going to say before the shooting... The act of shooting, you got to be kidding me. I, I thought when he was pointing to the ground, he was thinking the basket went in. He was saying good, and they were going to meet, but no, he's saying on the ground. I'm not sure about that one either. Like I said, I don't ever question the referees. I'll do it for you tonight. For Inbounds Jackson Snyder on the common foul on Colin Zebarth, his second. Left side. Rasan inside to Brady, fakes right, goes left with a good spin move up and in. Brady Fisher with a six-point, and it is now 36-34. Cavemen trail by two with four minutes to play third quarter. Yeah, with the 
lack of size Wallace he has on the court. I'd like to see Mishawaka pound that inside to Brady a little more often. Miles Everingham running, jumping, shooting, missing right side. No good. Loose ball rebound. Comes away to the Warriors as Darius Lewis just took it out of the hands with a lot of contact of Anthony Nelson. But Wawasi being the aggressor again on the offensive rebound. And Darius Lewis now will go to the free throw line for a pair at 342 third quarter. 36-34. Wawasi with the lead. And Darius Lewis at the free throw line connects on the first of the pair. Substitution, Colin Zebarth and Miles Everingham take a chair. They will sub in Maddox Everingham and also Kane Dukes. Second free throw on the way and good. The right-hander. He's only attempted 13 free throws on the season, but he's already attempted five tonight. Again, a lot of these rebounds are loose ball rebounds with the long shots, jump shots that Wawasee has taken right now. They're just out hustling them. Jackson Snyder directs a little traffic. Now dribbles against a double-triple team outside of Rasan. He'll pull up the jumper and score it just outside the arc. Rasan with a three. There's $10 to the Boys and Girls Club of St. Joseph County. That is $50 on the night from Centier Bank. 38-37. Cayman pulled it within one. A couple of big, big trays by Rasan here tonight. Center floor. Holzwart takes it left. Jump pass under the basket. Intended for Darius Lewis, but a pushing foul underneath on the caveman. I'm not sure how they were calling that shooting there. He threw the ball out of bounds. There wasn't even a shot. No, they're going to stay out of bounds. Thank you. You were going to argue that call. I was going to have to call Karen and have her bring me another blood pressure pill after that one. I should have brought mine along to share. Inbounds after the foul on Wallace C. The inbounds catch and shoot from three. Connect. Maddox Everham literally was a step away from going out of bounds. He nails the triple. He's got 11. 41-37. Lead back to four. Wawasee. Jackson Snyder dribbles the paint. Out to Brady. Corner. Nelson. Double T. Reverse skip pass to Jackson. Snyder from three. Connects. Jackson Snyder. A good inside-outside effort by the caveman. 41-40. Mishawaki again pulls within one with 2.30 to play third quarter. Both teams lighting it up right now, especially from the perimeter. Baseline left. Fake. Outside, they'll go to Lewis. Lewis, Everingham, NBA Rage, connects! Maddox Everingham, he is back. Face mask and all has his third three. The lead again for Wawasee. 44-40, and Cooper Pritchett gets the inside. Feed and is called for a traveling violation. Turnover, Mishawaka. Yeah, Maddox Everingham's playing with a little extra energy after having to sit out, you know, and you realize sometimes how hard it is to sit out and watch when you can't play. And, hey, let's let's give credit where credit's due. The poor kid's playing with a face mask, a mouthpiece, probably still in pain from his injury, and, boy, is he playing hard. Zebarth goes right side to Hofert. Hofert double-teamed, now picked up defensively by Rassan. Hofert center floor, throws it away, but then the deflection is Brady Fisher had the passing lane guarded, just couldn't get the hands on him. And Wallacee gets a break there as it goes out of bounds to the Warriors. Mishawaka had a little bit better energy there on that defensive possession, not only on the ball, but off the ball. 44-40. Possession, Wallacee looking to add to their four-point advantage. Dribble drive, Everingham pull up 10-footer. Rimming no, rebounded by Brady Fisher. Fisher waits for traffic to clear. 
Gives it up with the left hand to Jackson Snyder, who will run up the floor. 90 seconds here, third quarter. Came in, trail by four. Nelson, deep left side. Outside the arc, goes tap side to Jackson. Snyder with the basketball. Backs it up near the center floor. And Wallace C really kind of stretching out their defensive awareness right now. Wallace C went back, man. I'm not sure why they got out of their zone. Fisher, loose ball cutter underneath the Cooper. Pritchett shot put up no. Rebound Pritchett shot up no. Rebound Cooper back up and in. Cooper Pritchett with a couple of big, big offensive boards. Caveman cut it to 2, 44-42. We've got one minute to go, third quarter. Yeah, Cooper's doing what Cooper does, just staying with the shot there and just and just hustling and finally finishing. Center floor, Dukes hands it away. Deep right point now to Holford. Holford backs up, ball defended right there by Rasan Johnson, and a timeout taken there by Luke LeFave and the Wawasee Warriors. 45 seconds to go, third quarter. A 30-second timeout. Warriors will do the same. With our score, Wawasee 44, Mishawaka 42. We're back at 30 seconds, 96 won the time. Maybe, maybe, maybe turning it over. They'll go to work offensively, leading by two, with now 34 seconds and counting here, third quarter. 44-42, Wawasee with the lead. Center floor, it is Everingham. Backs it up, defended by Brady Fisher. Now Everingham backs up, tries to pivot, and another timeout taken by Wawasi, and a good bit of defense by Brady Fisher. We will keep it right here with 19.4 seconds, and actually Wawasi has to burn a full timeout. So I'll tell you what, we'll take a quick break. A break here with 19 seconds to go, third quarter. Came in with a couple of big defensive plays and forced Wawasi to burn timeouts. Hopefully that pays off in the long run. Caveman Trail, 44-42. Let's break for this. 96 won the top. Timeouts really back-to-back by Wabasee as Mishawaka has kind of, Ryan Watson, stepped up the defensive pressure. Yeah, they certainly have. Wabasee was looking to hold for one there in their delay game. Mishawaka really frustrated them with some ball pressure. From 14 down to 6, down to 5, down to 4. Everingham double-teamed to the corner. Ball knocked away by Cooper Pritchett. There's just three-tenths of a second remaining. The yeah, only thing they can do here is a tip. And Not enough time to catch and shoot, so it's got to be some type of lob play out of bounds here. Miles Everingham will inbound it from the far left corner under the basket. Everingham lobs it up, tipped up though as the ball ricochets into the face of Brady Fisher. And that might make him just a little matter going to the fourth quarter. Our score after three as Mishawaka's quest for a Northern Lakes Conference title outright is right now in question. Wallacey after three leads your Mishawaka. Came in 44-42. Fourth quarter play-by-play next here on 96 on the time. To quarter number four along with Ryan Watson. I'm Brian Miller. Our third quarter tonight was brought to you by Ron's Grape Road Automotive. Reminding you have your car oil changed and tires rotated every three months or 3,000 miles. So in the fourth quarter, Wabasee basketball, the alternate position arrow. The hosts lead Mishawaka, looking for the upset of the 15-5 and Cayman. They lead 44-42, and the runner right side put up by Colin Zebarth missed, and the rebound came in. Mishawaka with Jack Troyer, Trey Thomas, Brady Fisher, Jackson Snyder, and Rasan Johnson on the court. And Wabasee in a man-to-man defense right now. That surprises you a little bit, eh? It certainly does. I felt like the 1-3-1 was causing Mishawaka a lot of trouble, and they've chosen to go back man here the last about three minutes. And Brady Fisher has his wrist almost amputated. 
but no blood, no foul as the ball caroms loose and tied up into a jump ball, and possession will go to Mishawaka. But where was the foul on yeah, that? I agree with Brady. I think I was going to yell down to give that guy an axe or something, look like with that hatchet job. But Inbounds, caveman, deep left side to Rasan. Ball fakes, ball fakes, looks out, goes center floor out of Jackson. On the wing, left side, Rasan fakes, dribbles, steps to the paint, put up runner, no, and he's reached it and fouled defensively. Rasan has stepped up with a couple of big possessions here, Ryan Watson, and a couple of big, big threes. One in the second quarter. Remember, they were down seven. He cut it to four just before half, and he had another big, big three in the third quarter. Yeah, Mishwag has been here before. No need to panic. They've got good senior leadership. Rasan hit two big threes in the first half. Really good aggressive drive there to draw the foul that, again, could end up being big as, you know, we loom towards the end of the basketball game here and can get into the, now I guess, the double bonus. It is Snyder setting the screen. Now top side to Rasan. Double team. Back outside to Brady. 44-42 came in. Brady turns, spins, dribbles to the hole, kicks it out, catch and shoot. Jack Troyer up, Remy, no. Rebound comes back out far left baseline and picked up there by Wobbesee. Everingham to Everingham. Up the floor, Miles Everingham. Puts on the brakes. Goes on the wing right side down to Holtzwarth. And Wobbesee is going to be patient with a minute 30 gone here in this fourth quarter. Mishawaka still trailing 44-42. Everingham. got to find their shooters here. Now to Zebarth. Zebarth ball fakes. Goes into the lane and a reach-in foul defensively on the caveman. And I believe on Brady Fisher. The, the sad thing is, that is the same type of foul that Fisher almost had his arm taken off for. No foul. This time, Fisher makes contact in the lane on the other end, and it's called a whistle against the caveman. Inbounds, Zebarth fakes, dribbles inside the arc, and a pull-up 15-footer is good. He nets his 10th point, 46-42. Wawasi with six minutes to play. Yeah, fell asleep a little bit there on the out-of-bounds underneath. Jackson Snyder dribbles inside the paint. Double team, left point out to Jack Troyer. In the corner to Trey Thomas. Thomas, reverse skip pass to Jackson Snyder. Good help side defense there by Wawasee. Jackson Back into the 1-3-1 zone. Troyer. Like to see Brady get down inside and post up right there. Use his size. Bounce pass into Rasan. Shot put up. Partially blocked by the Warriors. Rebounded by Lewis. Lewis outlets to Everingham. Everingham takes it to the glass. Runner put up off the window. No. Rebounded by Brady Fisher. Outlets to Trey Thomas. Thomas fakes, shakes, bakes, drives. Runner in the paint. is good. Trey Thomas against the double team. Puts home a six point. 46-44. Came in. Cut it to two. 5.17 to play. Really good body control. Wallace, he had somebody setting up for a charge, and Trey did a great job. Looked like he was doing his high jump, setting up. Miles Everingham has picked up his his dribble, and now right on his hip defensively is Brady Fisher. Double team. Zebarth bounces it into the paint, turning. Holtzworth thought about a drive to the hole, and said dribbles it back out center floor. Under five minutes to play. Wawasee by two with possession. Holtzworth feeds in the paint. Turn around jumper Lewis. No, kicks it out. And Everingham to Seabarth. Nails a three. Mishawagas, I like that defensive pressure they had there. Brady was kind of scrambling and trapping. Wallace was fortunate there. They didn't turn it over and ended up finding the open guy. Mishawaga, unfortunately, was Seabarth. Jack Troyer dribbles to the side. Inside to Brady. Puts it up and in. A lot of contact under the basket. Probably should have had a whistle blown either pro or con for the caveman, but Fisher's 
Strong move in the basket or to the basket makes it 49-46. 4-10 to play. Dribble drive. Zebarth picked up by Brady. Looks to the right. Goes there deep right point area. It is Maddox Everingham defended by Jackson Snyder. Everingham bobbles the dribble, continues down left side, hands it to Everingham, his brother Miles. Miles to Zebarth from three. Connects! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight threes for Wawasee. They lead it 52 to 46. Jackson Snyder, deep left point in to Jack Troyer. Left of the lane, it is Thomas. Back outside of Troyer. Now Jackson Snyder in the paint. Jump pass, deflected, saved by Troyer. He'll take it to the glass. Inside to Snyder, underneath to Thomas, put it up off the rim, no, and a foul. Good ball movement again there against that, that zone, and uh, hopefully Trey can stick these two free throws to keep Mishawaka within striking distance. Right now, Wallace, just a better shooting team. Five out of seven from three here in the second half. A team that hit just 42% from the floor on the year, 36% from three-point land. They have been red, red hot, and Trey Thomas at the free throw line. Where he's one of one tonight, and we'll get a very friendly bounce. One, two, three on the back iron, and in. Trey with his seventh point. Substitution for Wobbesee. You will see. I like that substitution. He's one that's hit the last two threes. I'm not sure why he came out, but second, that's good news for us. Second free throw, Trey Thomas connects on both. And a timeout taken by Bodie Bender and the Mishawaka Cavemen. We'll do the same, 3.25 to play. Crunch time in Syracuse. Cavemen need the comeback victory. They trail 52-48 on 96 for the top. I'm Brian Miller. 3.25 to go, fourth quarter. Mishawaka trailing Wawasee. Yes, the 6-14 Wawasee Warriors trying to play spoiler here on their senior night. They lead Mishawaka 52-48. And Ryan Watson right now, defense, defense, defense. The cavemen need a couple of stops. Yeah, they certainly do. They've got to get out on the perimeter a little bit better. I think they're respecting Wawasee on the drive a little too much. And really, Wawasee hasn't driven to the basket. Scored has mostly been jump shots. they got to stay out on the perimeter. Mishawaka is going to bring a press now. I, I like the call by Coach Bender here. Up in the press, the, uh, the pressure. You know, we only have one foul with just 3.25 to go. Substitution. Mishawaka brings Cooper Pritchett back into the lineup. Trey Thomas subs out there with Rasan, Brady Fisher, Jack Troyer, Jackson Snyder. And now let's wait and see. Yeah, the substitution with Colin Zebarth happened at no time. It inspired off the clock. They tried to sub him back in. So he must remain on the bench. And Darius Lewis returns back as he was. Run of the end line. Backcourt inbound to Wobbesee. Now Everingham. Shy of the backcourt and shy of the timeline. Steps into a bounce pass. Across the way to Miles Everingham. Maddox now races to the forecourt. Back to Miles at 3.15 to play. Mishawaka on defense in the man-to-man trailing by four. Everingham. Right hash mark defended by Rasan. Now deep right wing. Goes there to Maddox Everingham. Takes it to the middle of the lane, then backs it up with the dribble. Right side to Holtzwart. Three minutes to play. Holtzwart defended by Jack Troyer. They're going to stall some time off here. Mishawaka's got to make some decisions as they've only committed one foul in this fourth quarter. Center floor right on the midcourt stripe. Miles Everingham 
Goes right side. Shoemaker, double team. Finds the corner. Bad bounce pass. Loose ball picked up by Everdam. He'll step back. He'll fire the three. He'll miss the three. Rebound, Mishawaka. Ball knocked out to the caveman. Well, that's fortunate. I mean, I, I can't argue with the shot, I suppose, but... Uh, you know, my kid that's been hot tonight, launching it from three, but really good hustle. I think Jackson Snyder really affected that shot by diving on the floor. 2.30 to go. Inbounds, caveman. Fisher and Jackson Snyder run it up from the backcourt. And a pass that is deflected, saved by Brady. Loose ball. Caroms. Brady. Center floor to Jack Troyer. Troyer reverses it left side. Down to 2.17 to go. Snyder to Troyer. Troyer on the wing. Right side to Brady. Outside the arc. Fisher reverse skip pass. Jackson Snyder fakes. Tries to dribble inside. Cut off there with a triple team. Back outside Jackson. We're nearing two minutes to go. Out to Jack Troyer from three. Connects! Big, big bucket right there by a senior. Jack Troyer who has been absolutely on fire this week. Connects with his first three of the ball game. His ninth point and that pulls Mishawaka within. One with a minute 59 to play. Timeout of the floor. 52-51. Wawa C, a Northern Lakes Conference Championship up for grabs. We're back after this. 96 won the top. Playing Class 3A, number two Norwell destroys Bremen, who knocked off Northwood earlier today at a thriller by two. Norwell wins tonight over Bremen 64-20. Brian Watson, the coaching wheels are a turning right now in crunch time. Sure, I, I'm sure Coach Bender was just mentioning here we only have one team foul. we got to be awfully aggressive, so they open up here with the trapping press. Seabarth, backcourt, finds Everham across the far right side to Holtzwart. They get it away from that K-man double-team press and backcourt pressure. And now with a one-point lead and a minute 45 to play, we'll work the basketball topside with Seabarth. Seabarth center floor, goes to Holtzwart, defended by Jack Troyer. Holtzwart, out hash mark left. Goes to Miles Everham in the corner. Seabarth, ball knocked away by Troyer, but retained by Holtzworth. Down to a minute 29 in the hay in the fourth quarter and in regulation. Right side, Everham. Again, Mishawak has committed his one foul, and now Rasab tries to punch it away. Goes right side to Shoemaker. Back outside to Everham. A minute 15 to play. Everham, center floor. Double team. Center floor, back to Maddox Everham. Now they'll outlet it right side. Zebarth. Right now, almost a minute has gone by that Wawasee has been able to burn. Everyham, center floor, bounce pass, and Rasan Johnson almost had the pickpocket as he collided with Miles Everyham. Both guys are okay, but that's just a common foul. Sure, a little bit surprised Wawasee is looking to try and hold it for this long, and Mishwaka doesn't have to go nuts here. We're only down one here if we can just continue to get good pressure on them. Wawasee looks a little shaky with the basketball. Backcourt inbounds, chased down there by Nolan Holtzwart, and behind Ryan, or try again, not Ryan Watson. You wish you had some eligibility left, right? Well, it is Rasan Johnson. In my brain and heart I do, but I don't think my lungs or anything else would appreciate yeah. me having to go up, or my body squatting in a defensive stance. Well, R- Ryan Watson uh, wishes he could be out there to help us out right now, but uh, Rasan Johnson is out Helping us as he commits a second foul here in this quarter and his third on the night. Backcourt inbounds, and now it is Jack Troyer with a little collision in the backcourt on the inbounds to Colin Zebarth. So right now Mishawaka is going to foul, foul, and foul some more to get that foul count where they need to be and maybe take a chance of forcing Wabasee to win 
or lose his game at the free throw line. Yeah, we just want to try and avoid fouling Everingham or Zebart that are one's 86 and one's 96 percent. It's not like they haven't shot very many. 51 seconds in this contest, and the quick inbounds only about a half second went off. And Colin Zebarth is fouled. He's an 86 percent free throw shooter. And at 52-51, he will try to add to his team's one-point lead with 50.9 seconds to go. The Mishawaka foul on Rasan Johnson. He now has four. So Coach Bender there just mentioned that to Rasan. That's not one of the guys that we want to foul. Just kind of hope he misses one. He makes the first. Zebarth with two threes tonight, five two-point field goals, and a free throw for 17. Second free throw is good. He goes two for two. We've got a three-point ball game. Substitution one we'll see. They will bring Mason Shoemaker to the bench and bring Michael Wilson back in to help kind of uh, clog up the middle of that 1-3-1 one, one zone. Yeah, get a little bit more rebounding. Just walk again. Doesn't need a three here necessarily. A lot of time left. They can still get the ball inside. Deep Down right side. One possession. Rasan. Brady dribbles inside the arc. Double team out to Rasan. Goes to the corner to Brady. Post feed into Pritchett. Tries to back it in. Reverses it out to Rasan. 32 seconds to go. Mishawaka trailing 54 51. And a reach in foul defensively there on Nolan Hortzwart. And that will be his first of the night. And that will be the team's third of the period. So it's really a meaningless foul. And a substitution, no, actually a timeout taken by Luke Lefebvre and the Wallace Warriors. We'll take a break. 27.9 ticks to play. Mishawaka looking for a North Lakes Conference Championship outright. On the road, they trail Wallace by three. 54-51. We break for this on 96-1. Ben Hall of Famer, Ryan Watson. I'm Brian Miller. Fans, remember to win in sports. You have to adapt your strategy as the game changes. Well, it's crunch time. Same is true in the world of investments. Edward Jones Advisor, the man standing next to me right now, Ryan Watson's here to help. Call 675-0168 or stop by his office, McKinley Avenue in Osceola. Ryan Watson, Edward Jones, member SIPC. Just how you wrote it, right? That's right. They came back to the 1-3-1 zone. I was interested to see what they were going to do here. Bounce pass left side. Troyer in the corner. Jackson Snyder, the intended receiver of that bounce pass, but it was deflected out by Miles Everingham. We're down to 19.4 seconds to go. Bodie Bender shouting instructions across the way for the Mishawaka bench. Top side, Jackson. And then now an outlet pass to Troyer. Goes to Everingham, and Miles Everingham knocks it out of bounds. We're down to 16.9. Right now, you probably got to go for a three. It's getting to that point right now. It's still a little bit of time left, but Wallace being such a good free throw shooting team, you don't have too much time to extend this game if you can't, you know, can't get a bucket here. And Bodie Bender will burn a full timeout. We're going to keep it right here, however, with our score. Wawasee 54, Mishawaka 51. Of course, the Cavemen looking for their first outright conference championship since 1900 and 40. We talked about that in depth in the pregame show. Yes, 1940. In fact, February 16th of that year, they beat South and Washington to win the Northern Indiana High School Conference East Division under Coach Dutch Struck. Ray Dutch Struck was the head coach for the Cavemen there, 1940. And we're hoping for 84 years in one day, but right now the cavemen, I won't say need a miracle, but they need some execution. Ryan Watson, 
And certainly right now, tying the basketball game has got to be the utmost importance. Yeah, they're going to probably have to look for some type of set here, I think, to get something against this 1-3-1. I'm sure he's coaching them up what to do, make, miss, you know, or anything. And uh, more than anything, somebody's just got to make a play. Offensively and defensively right now with 17 seconds to go, somebody's just got to make a play, make a shot, a deflection, something on defense. Inbounds, Brady Fisher will trigger it center floor to Troyer. 15 seconds. Brady out on the hash mark right side. Reverse jump pass into a crowd. Loose ball. Jack Troyer falls down, but he is ran into by a defender. And I think the cavemen get a break right there because as soon as Fisher got in the air, he was hanging. He got in no man's land. If he was had a yo-yo, he would have much, much rather probably pulled that throw back. And now... It is Luke Lefebvre calling a Wawasee full timeout. So we'll take a break. Nine seconds to play in our fourth quarter. Three-point ball game. 54-51 Wawasee back after this on 96-1 the time. We need a little magic with Ryan Watson. I'm Brian Miller. Okay, put your coach's hat on here. Your thoughts as Mishawaka inbounds the basketball down three with 9.3 ticks to play. Well, I think Wawasee, it's really hard to run a 1-3-1 zone when you're defending out of bounds underneath. So I really, I, I think they're going to probably go man or maybe they'll jump back into it. But Mishawaka's got to be ready to have an out of bounds underneath play versus man or zone right here. They will trigger Anthony Nelson as the inbounder with, with Johnson, Fisher, Troyer, and Jackson Snyder on the floor. Inbounds. It'll go to Nelson. He'll dribble around, hook into the corner. Rassan shot from three, put up, and is blocked. Rebound, Wawasee, and the Warriors are going to pull the upset. (laughs) 54-51. A frustrating road trip to Syracuse will not end in a historical fashion. Yes, Mishawaka will share the conference, and the happiest campers in the world right now are those schools from Middlebury and Dunlap as Concord and Northridge with the Mishawaka Cavemen will share the Northern Lakes Conference Championship. Final score as the final possession comes up empty for the Cavemen. Wawasee 54, Mishawaka 51. Stay tuned. Our postgame show is coming up next. Ryan Watson and I will return here to recap scoring, statistics, and more. A tough night on the road for the Mishawaka Cavemen as they fall in this conference championship opportunity to the upset-minded Wawasee Warriors. Warsaw, a team that Wawasee beat in the very first game of the conference season. They did not win another NLC game until the last NLC contest as they improved to 2-5 and five in the league. Knock it off, front runner Mishawaka by three. Stay tuned. Post game shows next. 54 51. Wawasee, as you're in tune with K Men Basketball, 96 won the ton. Along with Ryan Watson, I'm Brian Miller back here to the Hardwood TP in Syracuse, Indiana. And a heartbreak tonight for the Mishawaka K Men boys basketball team. A game played tonight due to a Well, snowstorm cancellation back on January the 12th. And a game that uh, saw the Mishawaka Cavemen fail in their effort to come away with a conference championship outright as they drop a hard-fought 54-51 decision here to the Warriors from Wawasee High School. 
a game that saw Mishawaka jump out to a 7-0 lead, lead by a 15-12 count after one. However, Wawasee would turn the tables in period number two, leading 31-27 and half. They led by two at the end of 344-42, and they would find a way to hold on to this win and defeat the K-Men 54-51. And we are joined by K-Men head coach Bodie Bender upstairs here on our press row again with Ryan Watson. I'm Brian Miller. Coach, that was a tough one. Yeah, yep, it was a tough one. Um, at this point blank, I told him in the locker room, one, you weren't ready to play. Two, we lost too many shooters, which on the Sky Report, we went over that, went over this morning, and gave up too many offensive rebounds. And those are the three things that will beat you. I know last night it was a very lighthearted mood, and you thought in, in the pregame conversation after the uh, senior night festivities and the uh, lopsided win over South Bend Career Academy 81-36, uh, you were putting your money on that this team would be ready. Certainly uh, a couple of the kids I talked to last night postgame said they would be ready here today, but uh, Wawasee just outplayed the cavemen. Yeah, they did. From from basically, from actually, well, I mean, I thought we played pretty well in the first quarter, and then, um, you know, we just kind of let it, I think, got a little too comfortable, and, and they, they basically outplayed us from the middle of the second quarter on. So many turning points, but I know one thing, Ryan Watson, you commented about was the 1-3 zone and the defense that they threw, and it seemed like it really stymied our offensive flow. Your, your thoughts there? Yeah, I don't know that I was anticipating them playing that, but then again, I mean, I knew that if they went man, they were going to struggle with us, and I think there were times where they did struggle with us when they had to go man on missed shots. Um, but we still got good looks in the 1-3-1. There were times we threw it around. Uh, made some passes that were kind of uncharacteristic of us and and uh, had a few bad turnovers, too, in that 1-3-1. <laughs> yeah, Coach, I, uh, what I had noticed there in the first half, um, they had seven offensive rebounds, and Wabasee's not a team that pounds it inside. I think all seven of the rebounds were long shot yeah. attempts that caused yeah. long rebounds that are just kind of loose ball rebounds that – Either sometimes it's the luck of the bounce, or sometimes it's that they out hustled us. Uh, tell me what you, what did, what did they do to kind of prevent our two leading scores average about a combined twenty four points, but we're held to fifteen combined points tonight. Do you think they did anything outside of the zone to kind of shut down Rasan and Brady? No, I don't think they did anything too different. I mean, we're obviously we're asking Brady to be out front in the zone to handle the ball, where he may not be in scoring scoring chance chances as much or scoring opportunities as much um and there are a few times when the ball was on the other side of the floor we just didn't cut to the middle of the floor we kind of fell asleep um and uh you know we just didn't get it inside enough to give us a chance to win either (laughs) and and coach you know i I know obviously you're extremely disappointed uh with with maybe the result tonight their record certainly doesn't reflect probably how good of a team they are because they were without one of their best players for a while. And you know how hard it is to win on the mm-hmm. road as well in mm-hmm. conference. Still, this team accomplished a heck of a lot this year with still more to go and, and certainly the sectional draw. So talk to us about uh, how you move forward here into next week and into sectionals. Well, I, I mean, I, the first thing I did is I went in and told them I hope this hurts. I want it to hurt so you know what it's like. And we don't have one of these letdowns come in two weeks. Um, you know, it's always nice to win a conference. We wanted to do that outright. But it hurts much worse if you do it in a sectional because if you do it in a sectional, you're done. You don't play anymore. <clears throat> the grind all season, you and I have 
<coughs> sometimes teased and called it the Big Ten. Yeah. But uh, talked about the, the Northern Lakes Conference on the road. Wawasee started their year at Warsaw 1, had all kinds of difficulties through the middle stretch and then on the bookend of their regular season and uh, rather of their conference season, they find a way to, to beat the Cavemen here tonight. I guess that, again, just shows and how valid the point, and maybe it's a cliche that life on the road in the Northern Lakes Conference is not easy. Uh, sometimes there's distractions on senior night. Wallace C seemed like they played more inspired because yeah, of that. Yeah, and, and you're going to have that, obviously, with, uh, you know, for some of your seniors being the last time on the floor, and I think they got some contributions from guys that you would have never thought would have hit some shots. I thought Hill inside a few times um, just basically outplayed our bigs inside. And then 52, what is it, DeLong hits a big three. Yeah. Where on the his Sky first Report, of the season. His first of the season on the Sky Report, it says get up and pressure him, and we didn't. And, uh, you know, he was able to kind of step into one, get rhythm, and he buries a three. I know it's a tough one. You mentioned, though, in the uh, the silver lining, if there's any such thing in a, in a tough loss like this, that uh, you get to come back, you got another week, regular season, a huge game. We don't need to say much more than Penn Mishawaka. Tuesday, and uh, then a, a very, very good South and St. Joe team comes a calling uh, next Friday. Both of those are home games, and then tomorrow may be the most important day of the season, the draw from the IHSAA for the uh, Boys State Basketball uh, Tournament. Uh, your thoughts on how, how your team will spend the day tomorrow? Well, most of them are going to a dance, so we won't have a team get-together. We have a blizzard ball dance tomorrow night at Notre Dame with Monday off, so the coaches are going to watch it. I think they're all coming to my house, so we're going to do that and get some pizza and and uh, just enjoy the uh, draw together. And figure it out, right? Yeah, figure it out. Your thoughts on Penn Tuesday? I don't really have any right now. I'm, I'm still still kind of simmering from this one. And I don't blame you. Tough one. Hey, congrats on a, on a great season. You are conference champions. Unfortunately, we're sharing it with Northridge and Concord, but uh, a, a great effort nonetheless, and uh, uh, we'll look forward to championship Saturday coming up in another couple weeks. Sounds good to me. All right, Bodie Bender, head coach for your Mishawaka Cavemen here, joining us on our postgame show. Wallace C 54, Mishawaka 51, the final. We're back with more on our postgame report. Ryan Watson and I return here to the Hardwood TP after this on 96. Like their head coach, Bodie Bender, a very, very disappointed group of fans in maroon and white as they drop a contest here at Wawasee, 54-51. This Wawasee basketball team, we mentioned, and I recall saying, don't overlook these Warriors who won December 15th at Warsaw and had three of their losses in total this year out of 14, three of their losses that went overtime, a triple overtime game at Whitco in early December, an overtime loss here against Fort Wayne Wayne in their Wawasee Holiday Tournament December 29th, and then an overtime loss versus Bethany Christian on January 23rd, a ball club that has been snake bit rather with a key injury to Maddox Everingham, and uh, maybe some of the growing pains of a first-year head coach and a new system, or however the case is. But their four seniors and their dynamic duo of Miles and Maddox Everingham, they came out and they just took it to the cavemen here tonight. They win it after trailing by a 7-0 score to begin this game. They would end up tying the game. We would have five lead changes, but really after Wabasee took the lead, which was four and a half, 31-27, Ryan Watson, they controlled this basketball game. They did. You know what? The, on senior night, sometimes some weird things happen. And when you look at season stats, 
I think there's two players for Wawasee that jumped out uh, at me, and, and one is number 40, uh, Lewis, and the other one uh, is DeLong. DeLong hit a three that, to me, what I'm witnessing, it looked like one of those things where he said, you know what, I haven't attempted one all year at senior night. I'm going to let it fly, and he makes it. The last, it. the last guy I remember doing that was Kevin Lorton that won a uh, semi-state uh, semifinal game back in, what, about 1989, if I remember. Now, this one didn't have as large impact as semi-state uh, semifinal game, but certainly uh, the effect was much the same. No, yeah, and, and, and Darius Lewis, I mean, he averages just a couple, you know, a bucket a game, two points, ends up with seven tonight. Uh, had a big and one in the first half, and, and you know what? He he was the one that manned that middle of that zone. He did one heck of a job, you know, and Mishawaka tended to settle a little bit too much tonight. But, you know, hey, at the end of the day, it, it, it is not pleasant the way that it ended for Mishawaka, but they are still NLC champs, and I understand that they're having to share it. Uh, but when you look back, even over the last, whatever we were at, 80-plus years of since we have had our own conference championship, there's not a long list of ones we've shared either. So there's still a lot to be proud of right now, and the season's not done. Mishawaka falls to 15-6, and six, but they have two huge games. And I can tell you what, if they would end up beating Penn on Tuesday night, they're not going to necessarily forget about this one, but it sure, sure would help uh, lick their wounds a little bit. Going to be a great Band-Aid. So with the effort tonight, despite the loss 54-51 here to Wallace C, they now for the fifth time ever share a, they have a conference crown in boys high school basketball. Four of those have been shared. Only 1940 is outright, but they shared it in 1949, in 2005, and 2021, and for the second time here in the Northern Lakes Conference in 2024. Mishawaka with the loss does, as Ryan Watson mentions, falls to 15-6. They close out conference play at 5-2, tied for first place with the Northridge Raiders and the Concord Minutemen in that little three-way uh, battle there. Northridge beat Mishawaka, recall, mid-January. Mishawaka beat Concord early in December, and then Northridge knocked off Concord when they uh, played back uh, just a couple of weeks ago, or actually about 10 days ago. But, uh, of course, Wallace's big win here over Mishawaka is one that makes a big, big difference. The conference standings then wrap up with Warsaw Northwood each tied at 4-3. and three. Goshen finishes the league play Tied in sixth place with Wawasee at two and five, and Plymouth will bring up the rear at one and six in conference play. But some statistics here in tonight's ball game, and here's one number, Ryan. I want your your thoughts on Mishawaka on the game. Shot nine of seventeen in the first half, fifty-two percent. Nine of fourteen in the second half, sixty-four percent. The percentage is outstanding, fifty-eight percent for the game. Eight of thirty-one. Seven of seventeen of those were from three-point range for forty percent. So the shooting percentage outstanding. But you can't win when you only shoot the ball thirty-one times. So what? In a thirty-two-minute game, you had one shot per minute. Not even that average tonight. Yeah, a couple of a couple of turnovers. You know that uh, took away a few possessions there for us, but. You know, to be honest, there wasn't going to be a whole lot of rebounds when we shot pretty well like we did. 7 out of 17 is pretty darn good shooting. That's something I haven't seen from them this year. But, again, there's sometimes you do a lot of things well, and the other team just makes shots. And you know what? The second half, Wawasee got awfully hot, and you could see it. I was sure hoping that number 10 was not going to get hot in the second half because he was a little bit cold, and then they, they did a heck of a job kind of letting the air out of the ball a little bit there in the fourth quarter, holding it, limiting our possessions. 
on the game. Wawasee hit 18 shots, like Mishawaka, out of 43 attempts for 42%. That is right at their seasonal average. 8 of 21 from three-point land for 38%. But they were 10 of 12 from the free throw line, while Mishawaka was 8 of 11. Percentages were outstanding, but again, there were five lead changes, just one tie in this contest. Mishawaka had a 7-0 lead to begin this game, but from that point on, it was pretty much all Wawasee here tonight. A couple of other notes. Points off turnovers. Mishawaka scored just two off turnovers tonight. Warsaw, or I'm sorry, Wawasee scored 11 Team rebounds, there were 23 team rebounds compared to uh, 19 overall. So the Cavemen got out-rebounded by four. And certainly those are those are some really big numbers with those second-chance uh, points. And uh, the, the number of rebounds, again, 23 rebounds to 19 as Wallace wins that stat as well. So, again, a disappointing effort here tonight and disappointing outcome for the Mishawaka Cavemen. But the best news of all, season is far from over. Next week, regular season will wrap up with two home games back at the Cave at Mishawaka High School. And they're both very interesting rivalry games against former members of the Northern Indiana Conference. They're our tribal, Penn. The Kingsville will come to the Cave. Ryan Watson, your thoughts on that one? Certainly your son, a, a member of the Kingsman basketball program, and uh, we're anticipating a great battle. And uh, <laughs> needless to say, uh, neither of the teams need any introductions. Penn 15-5, and five, and uh, there's a lot to play for, no matter whether there's conference bragging rights or uh, a sectional trophy or whatever at stake. Uh, when the Kingsman and the K-Big get together, it is game on. Yeah, it certainly is. They're, they're two very, very similar teams, Brian. I mean, uh, neither team is going to wow you with somebody that's going to score 25 or 28 points a game. They both play really good team defense. Mishawagi saw there did nothing but just straight up man tonight. Penn does not do a whole lot different, you know, in that category. I'd say there's probably a little advantage for Mishawaka on the inside with their size, and maybe Penn has a slight advantage on the perimeter uh, shooting wise. But I, I look forward to a really competitive game, just like what it seems like all the games have been for Penn this year and a lot for Mishawaka that go down to the final three minutes of a game. Well, we know you'll be there in the stands and that actually on the sidelines. It'll be Rod Heklinski back with me for the uh, color commentary and the play-by-play here on the radio and also on the Mishawaka Network on Friday, or I'm sorry, on Tuesday night, Tuesday night at the uh, at the Cave. That'll be a Tuesday, February 17th clash between the uh, two-tier try again February the 20th rather uh, between the Kingsmen and the Cavemen before Mishawaka will wrap up things on the 23rd at home versus the South Bend St. Joe Indians and next up for the Wallace Warriors who are the uh, gracious hosts here tonight they have one game remaining on their schedule that'll be next Friday down in Kendallville at East Noble to take on the Knights we wish Wallace the best of luck throughout the rest of the regular season coach Luke Lefebvre and his club now 7-14 and on the season. Ryan Watson, a lot of fun always. I guess the most disappointing stat other than the final score is your overall seasonal record drops to 2-1 and one on the broadcast side. So. It does. That that probably is the most disappointing, but a close second is still, Brian, I, as soon as I saw again over there that they were giving away full-fledged meals from their culinary <laughs> and department. I, and I didn't have any uh, reservations there was no for pole. You had nothing yeah. that you were going to bring us over here for dinner. but A lot of uh, people will tell you I got nothing. Yeah, still, I, I really enjoy getting the opportunity to do this and, and really want to certainly wish Mishawaka best of luck the rest of the way. I mean, they're disappointed tonight, but but when you look at the uh, entire picture thus far, still a lot to be proud of being conference champs. And not many, 
you know, not many times in history for Mishawaka could they say that. So still a lot to be proud of, even though it's a sour taste tonight. No doubt about that. Ryan Watson with the color commentary and statistical up here tonight. As the individual scoring totals run like this, first for Wawasee, it was two points for Nolan Holtzwart, six for Niles, or I'm sorry, Miles Everingham on a couple of first quarter three-point baskets, seven for Weston DeLong, including that very, very big three-pointer in the third quarter, his first of the season for his seven-point output. Elsewhere, two players in double figures for the Warriors. Actually, we should add to that Darius Lewis with seven, and that was well above his average of two. And rounding out the scoring, 14 for Maddox Everham, right in his average of 14.70. And three threes, one, two, three, or three at the free throw line. Eight of those 14 came in the first half. And Colin Zebarth, their leading scorer of 16.6 per game, had 18, 10 of those in the second half. Two three-pointers, both in the fourth quarter. They were critical, along with five field goals and two of two at the free throw line. Scoring for your Cayman of Mishawaka, nobody in double figures. Braden Freitag played, did not score. Three points on a tray for Anthony Nelson. Five points off the bench for sophomore Landon Jones. He had a, or Landon Johns rather. Johns had a three-point basket, two of two at the free throw line. Five for Jackson Snyder. All those points come into the third quarter on a three-pointer. And one two-point field goal. Six tonight for Cooper Pritchett. Coop below his average of 10 per game, had three field goals, seven for Rasan Johnson, two three-pointers, one of two free-throw shooting, eight points tonight for Brady Fisher, and also eight for Trey Thomas. Thomas off the bench with one three-pointer, one two-pointer, three for three at the free-throw line. Fisher, three field goals, two for two at the free-throw line for his eight. Nine points for Jack Troyer. He led the K-Men in scoring thanks to four field goals, one of those a three, a big one in the fourth quarter to pull the K-Men within one. That is the closest they would get Troyer finishing with nine points. So Mishawaka falls here to Wabasee, 54-51. For Ryan Watson, I'm Brian Miller. Thanking you for tuning in. I guess it wasn't to be for the K-Men who do share the Northern Lakes Conference Championship with the Concord Minutemen and the North Ridge Raiders. Stay tuned. Matt Emery will continue with more on our postgame report on the USI Crafter School Board. All that and more coming up after this timeout. You're been in tune with Mishawaka K-Man Basketball. For Ryan Watson. I'm Brian Miller, bidding you a very pleasant good night from Syracuse. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 